The Tie and Hoodie Show is sponsored by ICCLending.com. For real estate service, please go to ICCLending.com. Three, two, one. Every human came to earth with a gift. And they must discover that gift and refine that gift for them to be fulfilled. The prerequisite for spending time with any person is that they nourish and inspire you. They feed your flame. Yo, hey man, how you work this radio? You're not listening to the Ty and Hoodie Show. Keep it locked. Owning a home and paying it off is one of the data points of an everyday millionaire. Home sales across the U.S. are on the rise as buyers take advantage of record low mortgage rates. Good morning, morning, morning. Now let's get back to the Ty and Hoodie Show. <laughs> Good morning, good morning. It's the Tyler Hoodie Show right here on 93.5 K-Day each and every Sunday morning. It's our pleasure to hang out with you from 6.30 to 7 a.m. I'm your host, Trevon Smith, also known as Trey, hanging out with my man, Andrew or Jesse Cobra. How are you doing today, Andrew? I'm doing good, Trevon. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. I can't complain. It's Sunday. It's beautiful. I mean, hey, you, you, it's, it, this is what we do. This is what this we is do. What, this is what we do. I, we're grateful for another week. You know, we've been going on for a while now. Just. Yes, sir. Um, I, I know with all these inoculations and the vaccines here and there, back and forth, you know, it's only a matter of time, you know, we get to get back to the studio together in the same yeah. room. Well, real soon, real soon, right? Real soon, real soon, sooner than later. I believe the uh, the dates are coming up soon for, you know, everything to open back up. And uh, mm-hmm. some people will be telling stories about how they got their shot and all that. So it's on them. But yeah, hey, today's guest, I'm excited about a young lady that, uh, you know, I, I've come across, Andrew's introduced me to, that's that's mm-hmm. working, I, I believe, uh, in, in Southern California, doing her thing. I can't wait to hear her testimony, her uh, experiences as a young lady in, in a real estate market. That's something that we try to bring here on this show, talking a little bit about financial freedom and financial literacy um, and, 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 you know, little generational wealth, what we're trying to employ here uh, to our community Without no further ado, it's Miss Amber Walker. How are you doing this morning? I'm blessed. Thank you so much for having me on today. How are you guys? Uh, we're hanging in there. Well, we're hanging in there. We're, we're, we're doing really good. You know, um, I, 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 we, we've been working together for a little bit here and there. And, and our show is all about personal development. We want to hear what your stories are, where you're coming from, what you're doing, where you're going. Because we know that, you know, every weekend we're able to change at least one life. You know, we have thousands of people listening, but, you know, go ahead and just tell us who you are, where you're from, what you do. Okay, well, um, my name is Amber Walker. I am originally from Inglewood, born in Inglewood, Centinella Hospital, uh, but I grew up in the San Fernando Valley. Uh, went to school and out there, graduated. Then I went to Clark, Atlanta for a little bit, then came back here and finished up at Dominguez Hills. Now I live in South Bay and um, yeah, I'm a real estate agent. I've been a realtor for about the past four years and I love it. I'm so blessed that I was connected. God connected me to my calling. I always was, you know, really helpful with people, um, you know, growing up and, you know, just being able to help people find, you know, the house that they love and also help them, you know, uh, be able to build wealth and create that equity is just is really rewarding it's kind of like 
just being able to take people to the next level and just seeing how all these people grow and flourish, you know, after I help them with their real estate needs is, is really rewarding to me. It really is. And I, I think it's something important for people to listen to, especially in, in our, our community to, you know, I'm big on saying kids, you don't have to be in sports, kids, you don't have to be in entertainment, kids, you don't, you know, so for, for the real estate market, it's something that produces uh, what we call like, you know, generation, what generational wealth. I think it's important for our kids to know that so we can help uh, future generations to come. Is, is, is real estate something that you know, knew you wanted to get into in, uh, for a long time? Or when did it come about like, hey, I'm going to jump into my calling and, and uh, you, know, you know, touch on this real estate uh, in market? Well, <clears throat> no, real estate wasn't something that I wanted to go into. Because, you know, when you're a kid, you always say, oh, you know, I want to be a singer. I want to go to yeah. the you know, WNBA. I played basketball in high school. I played sports. You know, um, you want to, you know, do all the things that are on TV that, you know, they make look cool on TV. Um, when in you know actuality, there's a lot of other things that you could do that are, you know, um, lucrative and you can also be helping the community as well. So no, I, di I didn't originally want to be a real estate agent, but I always had a fascination for houses. Um, my dad, he was one of the um, only black owned uh, furniture moving companies in Los Angeles. Oh, that's important. That's important. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. 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 So we had, he had celebrities, you know, that he would work for and also, you know, jobs just would work all over the, the U.S. You know, I would go on jobs sometimes if he had a delivery in uh, Pennsylvania, you yeah. know, so we would, I would ride with him and we would go th travel through all the states driving to deliver, you know, to Pennsylvania, also sightseeing, opening my eyes to, you know, um, everything other than California. So I thought that was important. Um, and we would also just go because he had, you know, regular clients, but he also had very, very high end celebrity clients as well. We've been to a, a numerous amount of celebrity homes and we would go and I would just see, you know, huge, huge houses on lakes with like four kitchens and like <laughs> eight garages and, you know, just like these just beautiful, huge estates I was exposed to when I was younger. So I feel like that fascination always instilled in me. And, um, you know, later on, after I graduated college and I was kind of like finding my calling, I used to work for, you know, various banks, financial, in financial institutions. And, you know, you would talk to the business owners that um, would come into the bank. And I always thought that was really important to work um, in a bank so you can see what, you know, different people, different clients do to how to, you know, get to where they're going to be. They mentor you, they give you, you know, their type of advice. So um, I came across... A broker one time, uh, he was uh, a black broker, has his own brokerage to this day. And uh, I was getting tired of my job. So I was just asking him like, oh, you hiring, you know, after that. So uh, he, he told me that uh, he gave me his business card. And I thought I was just going to do like an administrative assistant or something. And I was calling him and I couldn't get in contact with him. So I was just like, no, I need, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to get in contact with him. So I just kept calling him and calling him. And he saw that I was like being very persistent. So he looked at and he was like, okay, you're persistent, Amber. You need to take these real estate classes. So um, since then, I just was like, okay. I took the classes, found some classes online and um, passed my tests and just hit the ground running. Like as the first, I want to say, 
the first week that I got my real estate license, I went, I got uh, my license on a Tuesday. I got recruited on a Thursday. And then two days later, I was already doing an open house. I didn't know what a open house was or like how to do it, but I was just like, I'm just going to go and wing it. Uh-huh. And um, that's kind of how I just fell into that. And I do find myself like, I've always kind of been fearless. I'm the type of person to jump in the water and learn how to swim when I'm eight feet deep. Yeah, That's just, just my personality. And it's, it's been successful. You know, I have a lot of support, you know, behind me. I work with um, amazing, amazing agents and amazing um, vendors uh, that I'm, you know, introduced to that I meet networking and I'm, I'm just blessed. Okay. Well, I mean, that, that's amazing to say. I mean, there's a couple of things that you said in, in your little intro that I want to unpack for a little bit because people sit down and wait for things to come to them. Right. You instead said you kept calling and calling and calling and calling. I mean, you probably said that like five or six times, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, people need to understand that persistence and going, you know, jumping. I mean, not, not jump into a lake and try to swim out. I mean, you're going to drown for, for goodness sake. But, you know, but, but meaning jump into it. You don't have to know everything in a career for you to kind of like be able to say, okay, I know what I'm doing. You know, you, you have to take the first step and the second step and the third step. And, and you had to call so many times before somebody says, you know what, I think this person is serious. What would be your advice for people who are out there thinking, I want to get into this career or I wish I was a singer or a basketball player or I wish I was a financial advisor or a tax preparer or even opening up a, a little, you know, bakery. What would be your advice for them, people who are listening right now, compared to what you did? Well, I mean, of course, it's just nothing to it but to do it, you know. Um, there's people that say, oh, I wish I did that. I wish I would have did this. I wish I would have did that. And that's all just, you know, a lack of confidence of just not having um, the mentality or the confidence just to move forward. And number one, you know, you have to believe in yourself in order to, for other people to believe in you. Um, And it just starts of even just writing down, writing down your goals, say, hey, I want to do this. I want to do and go into that, you know, write them down and then, you know, um, start to attack each goal little by little. And then, you know, once you keep attacking those little goals, you'll look back and you'll say, wow, look how far I've came. Mm -hmm. People get so caught up in, I guess, with the social media and looking at what everybody else has, they want to, you know, um, they want to publicize, publicize the, the accomplishments, but they don't, you know, publicize all the hard work that it takes to get to, you know, where these people are. Um, so that's just number one is just, just go after it. Cause you only got one life to live, you know, it's either you do it or you work for someone else that's going to do it. Yeah, that, 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 that's definitely very important for you to attack your goals. And that's something I'm big on as far as writing things down. Um, I think a lot of people try to just just try to, um, as they say, just try to figure things out. And it's OK to figure things out, but write them down and, and, and uh, see what goals you're going to attack. As far as yourself <clears throat> in the real estate market, getting as a realtor, could you Talk to us a little bit, uh, a little bit about the community, about some things that you that you love about it, and some things that are are maybe a challenge, but you're not scared to take them on. 
um, you know, especially as a woman. I know women ha ha has a different role in society as a man, but but it's coming to more fruition to, you know, as it should be. So just just things that that you deal with in the, in the real estate market. Okay. Um, well, definitely, you know, I definitely do have my challenges uh, because I've always been the type to, like, my parents encouraged me growing up. Mm. They would put me in sports. Um, I would get involved in um, clubs, mm. extracurricular activities. Um, my mom, she kept me really busy. You know, my mom was, a, you know, not to say my mom was a single mom, because yes, I did grow up with my mom, my parents divorced, but I still had my dad there. I'd go to his house every yeah. other week. So he was still, you know, still in my life, but I did grow up with my mom. And I remember she would tell me, she would say, you know, you're not just going to be hanging out after school. If you want to do something out after school, you're going to get involved in a, in a club. Or you're going to join a sport. You're going to do something. But you're not just going to just be hanging out around, you know, things like that. And that, you know, stuck with me. So um, to get back to um, where, I'm, where I'm going with this is I remember um, a couple years ago, I did, you know, confide in my mom saying, well, you know, why are these people, you know, trying to like undercut me or why are they, you mm. know, not taking what I say serious. And my mom, you know, she brings to my attention. She goes, you know, first you have to realize that you're a woman. You need to realize that you're a black woman. You need to realize that you're a young black woman. So you have a lot of odds up against you, you know, just from the nation's history and everything like that. She was like, but don't let the ignorance of other people get to you or stop your bag or stop your success. You know, if they don't want to work with you and they don't see you for who you are, then that's their loss. Because one person selling a house, I mean, there's millions of people, there's millions, billions of houses in Edo in the world. Yeah. They're not the only people that I'm going to come in, you know, interact with. Yeah. And also too, I look at, is it like, okay, it's a blessing in disguise because if they're going to fight me for everything that I advise and everything that I've, you know, constantly proven my hard work and they still fight me for it, yeah. That's that's on them. And I'm not going to get stressed out because I know my worth and I'm just going to go find other business. I, I, I love your answer, Miss Amber. I, I really love your answer. I, because I think I think the best part of your answer was it was just genuine. And, you know, that that's how you as a, you want to know how people feel, because we're telling people, hey, these are the options that you have um, besides an entertainer and an athlete. But look, everything is not going to be peaches and cream. Right. right. But. You have to learn to deal with them, attack the goals. Now, I do want to hear what's some of the good things that you like about being a realtor? What I do like about I, I definitely love um, my schedule, you know, I, just being self-employed. You know, I can um, set my hours of what I want. Okay. Um, I also love um, being able to give back. And doesn't always have to be financially, uh, you know, giving back, but just giving back with knowledge, Yeah. you know, putting on seminars. I put on a, a protect your assets seminar mm -hmm. for um, a few of the um, homeowners in my church. Okay. And um, I'm just, you know, teaching them the process of, you know, when your house ultimately outlives you, make sure you got your paperwork together, make sure you have your property in a trust. So you create mm -hmm. that generational wealth, keep that house in the family, you know, versus having to go through probate and then having immediately, you know, um, 50, 60, whatever, you know, a crazy amount of lawyer and, and um, you know, court fees that automatically 
attached because you know the house isn't in a trust having your house in a trust is the only way to avoid probate and that is something that a lot of people in minority communities weren't really taught Mm -hmm. also i you know like to make sure that i'm giving that information back to my community saying, hey, you worked hard for your asset. You worked hard to get to where you were, are today. Make sure that it's protected. Keep it in the family, you know, and build your generational wealth. They they got enough. They, they don't need all that. We got to protect what's ours. Definitely. So, so, so you coming in as a real estate, a real estate agent, well, well what, what do you like helping people most? Do you like helping them with selling their house the most? Or you like helping people who want to buy houses find homes which one are, you know which one are you because there are real estate agents out there who are oh we only sell houses some say we only help people buy houses which one you know appeals to you most or which one are you most expert at well i'm an expert at both buying and selling um people would say that of course right now selling is being on the seller side representing the seller would be um you know most beneficial because of how crazy the market is Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, I do enjoy, um, being a buyer's agent just because it's something different, you know, like every day, um, just being able to go over different scenarios. I like to have something different every day. I don't like doing the same stuff. I always get like bored doing the same thing. So that's why I love being in real estate. You know, every day is a different day. Um, and yeah, I would say I do enjoy being a buyer's agent more. Just being, just seeing my clients from where they were before they purchased to how they are now, you know, mm-hmm. um, how scared they were, like, oh my gosh, you, you know, this this is taking all my money, Amber, you're taking all my money, da, da, da. and I'm like, no, I'm not taking all your money. You're investing in yourself, mm-hmm. and then just years later, you just show how much money, how they double their money, how they quadrupled their money, you know, in a few years. And then, you know, giving that information back to them is just kind of like, it's mind boggling to them. Like, oh my gosh, is that, is that, is that me? And I'm like, yeah, that, that's you. You did that from taking the step of faith, the leap of faith and investing in yourself. You know, I have a client who um, I helped her purchase a house a couple years ago in downtown Long Beach. You know, it was an amazing, amazing location. And, and it basically, it took all of her savings and she's like, oh my God, you're taking all my money. You know, just a couple years from now, she already quadrupled her money and she's renting it out. Young girl, I want to say she's like 25. Mm-hmm. She she took that leap of faith and now she has tenants living in her property, paying the mortgage, and she's getting a little bit back after. So just seeing and bringing people into that life is is really rewarding for me. Now, <clears throat> recently, you know, I've I've been working, you know, working with Andrew for for plenty of a plethora of years and uh, you know I've been picking his brain and, and around real estate and and uh, the the lending part of things and uh, as of lately you know I've taken a little bit serious where I have my test scheduled and whatnot but the hardest part is like when you talk to people because I've I've had the pleasure of, of buying a house and selling the house and then in in, in in the process of buying another one but the the, the hardest part is talking to peers of my age and, and pe- people that look like me and telling them like, Hey man, like, um, maybe like, like they, they was like, well, you went on vacation. Well, I went on vacation because, uh, you know, I'm actually an escrow, but, mm-hmm. but like, I, in my opinion, I'm like, 
why is it so hard talking to our community about, you know, generational wealth as far as like, hey, let's let's stop, you know, busting bottles at the club. Let's let's stop, you know, going to Vegas and and buying Gucci bags and 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 let's turn this into something. Do you come across the same thing talking to people over and over? And it's like, I'm trying to, you know, beat a dead horse, but I feel like it's our obligation as people that, you know, in this career path to kind of like keep informing, you know, our community. But do you go through the same thing a little bit or a lot of it or? Um, well, um, what I would say is yes and no. Yeah. You know, definitely we want people to our, you know, invest in our own land. But I also too, you know, I, I do would say use social media as an outlet. Okay. Because a lot of people, they do see, you know, all these celebrities and, you know, people wearing all these Gucci and things like that. So, yeah, you know, that, um, you know, that image puts in their mind, okay, well, I want this, I got to have this, yeah. I got to have this. But what I try to do, promote for my page, you'll see on my page, I, you know, um, try to get... I post young people's stories of purchasing a home. I purchase, you know, in my circle, uh, my friends purchasing homes, things like that. And I try to get that out and that image out. So uh, it spreads and people say, hey, you know, purchasing a house and owning property, you know, is cool. So that's a way that I try oh, to yeah. amplify my, what my message yeah. is, you know, because a lot of people, they don't know, you know, all the under you know, under under layers, but if they see the surface, yeah. then we contact, you know, each other and then, you know, explain all of the benefits from that. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, so, so people are going to start looking. I mean, I, I talked to quite a few, I'll say a lot of people and it's it, like to, to piggyback on what Trevon's saying, how can we continue to educate people more that home ownership is should be their number one priority. You know, because you're gonna live in a place anyways, you might as well own it rather than paying mm -hmm. rent for it. How do you how do you think that this should how should we I mean what's your message to people saying what would get them to get off that stool and say don't be scared, we're gonna walk you through it. What would be your message to them about owning real estate? Um well I would definitely say you know, get a real estate agent and a lender that you can trust. Mm -hmm. um, also, too, uh, I just feel like it needs to be just amplified in everything that's going on around us. Like it needs to be Im implemented in the music. Um, oh, it needs okay. to be uh, put in the books, the history books that we're that we're taught, because, you know, mm -hmm. there a lot of that is not taught in what high school, college, they don't talk about credit or, you know, um, really too much home ownership or just um, skills to build, help build yourself when you're out in life. Um, that's another thing that I would recommend. And just, just putting on seminars. I mean, I try to put on seminars and, you know, invite people and then people inviting people. So we just got to spread the word. That makes sense. <laughs> I mean, you, you you mentioned something real quick, Travon. Excuse me for a second. You mentioned something. It needs to be implemented or interpreted in the music. I mean, music is a big part of the African-American and, and Hispanic culture. Huge part. But but it's, it's, it's weird from what you just said. I don't hear a lot about 
I hear a lot about Benjamins and mm. chains and cars, but I don't hear a lot about owning houses in music, in rap music. I mean, that's something that, that is, that's a big way, I think. I mean, mm. what, what do you think, Trevon? No, I, I think I think you're right. I think um, I think you guys both hit it. The, you know the uh, the hammer on the nail in in the in the rap community, in the urban community. We're about the the quick look, like the Gucci and and uh, and 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 a lot of these rappers. I'm gonna be honest. They, I'm not going. I don't want to say that because I, I know a little history. They they some people have houses. Like the game has a beautiful house in Calabasas. And the, you know, and and the Tyrese and them, they 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 have real estate. And Snoop Dogg has real estate. But it's more of the older rappers. The newer rappers are more of just like the, the fancy cars. They'll go spend hundred thousand dollars on a car when they that hundred thousand dollars can change their whole life, right? Uh, you know, because they could buy this piece of real estate and their mama piece of real estate. And mm-hmm. and and one of my favorite, I mean, just because we're talking about rap, one of my favorite rap artists and, and businessmen is Mac Ten, and he's from Inglewood, as you are. And Mac Ten has a cleaners, he has apartments, he has all kind of stuff. And that was the first person I ever heard say you know, in the industry, like I got a cleaners, you know, I got a, I got some apartments. So I think it's like you said, it's, it's up to people to come about and, and, and uh, you know, you know, let this, co- let, let the community know like, Hey, buy, get some money, buy a house, get some money, buy investment property. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and maybe, and maybe that's something we have a couple minutes left. <clears throat> Ms. Amber, maybe that's something you could just uh, like touch on a little bit about the, um, programs that you're familiar with for first-time home buyers and give out your information. If anybody wants to contact you in the Los Angeles area or any area, uh, just tell, you know, you know how it is, a little couple programs that, that people might not be aware of that you can help people out with. Okay. Well, uh, overall, in regards to the mortgage programs, that's definitely um, Andrew's forte. I know he has oh. plenty and plenty of, um, you know, lending programs that mm-hmm different people uh per their uh income and yeah. their as well so that's something that he would would touch on but you know i have worked with people who do do the first time home buyers uh, loan where they put down as little as 3.5 percent of the purchase price um so conventional loans uh, also uh, they have uh, loans for self-employed people as well mm-hmm like oh i'm self-employed i can't get a you know a loan because i'm not you know w-2 they do have special uh, programs for them as well so um that's something that as far as talk to andrew and then um i'm sorry you said there was a second part of your question too no no it just just give out your information as far as and i didn't know if there was anything that you know just you know just to talk to some maybe some people listening our demographics on k-day most of them are first-time home buyers refinancing mm-hmm. Uh, stuff like that. So I don't know if you specialize in any of that and you want to give out your information. I just want to make sure we did you justice, you know, for coming on the show today, you know, and blessing us, you know, with your hat and your earrings, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, well, um, my name is, of course, Amber Walker. I'm with Nationwide Real Estate Executives, the fastest growing brokerage in Southern California minority brokerage in Southern California. My best contact number is 310-422-7020. And also my email address is lasunshinerealty at gmail.com. My Instagram also is lasunshinerealty. So when you go on there, you can see a lot of my success stories and uh, feedback from my clients and how the process was. I just like to 
whenever I sell a home to clients, I like to say, you know, tell, can you tell people, you know, what your, the process was like, and can you give uh, some advice to people who want to purchase homes? Because a lot of people, you know, they want to do it, but they're just so scared. And just by me constantly publicizing, hey, this is, you know, what my client went through to get it. And this is where they are now. Mm-hmm. I definitely feel like it's like a domino effect because they'll say, hey, if they can do it, I could do it too. Or mm-hmm. they bought or that's what they, this, you know, just seeing other people do it is like a domino effect, if that, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what, what, give, give, out, give out your phone number again, if you don't mind, if you can say it slowly twice so people can hear out your, you know, your number. It's 310-422-7020. And I'm Amber Walker with Nationwide Real Estate Executives. I specialize in Los Angeles County. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is I specialize and I do the majority of my business. Okay. So, so there are people out there saying, you know, house prices are going up like crazy. Mm-hmm. They're thinking, oh, well, the market, the, the, it's going to bust again. I'm going to sit on the sideline and wait for the market to crash mm-hmm. before I buy a house. Mm-hmm. What will be your opinion to that? What my opinion is, and also a lot of other real estate professionals, is we don't predict that the market will crash. Mm-hmm. We predict that it will slow down, maybe take a little dip, because we know that the interest rates, the mortgage interest rates are the lowest they've been in what, like the history, you know, yeah. so people qualify for more um, due to, you know, COVID and other factors. But we know that they can't stay that low forever. So we do predict that when the interest rates start to rise, we do see that people who are able to afford, you know, a $600,000 house at a 2.5 rate, let's say, you know, it goes up to 3.5 or maybe in the fours by next year or the year after. We see, that okay, they're qualifying for 600000 Now they may qualify for, I don't know, what, 550 or 535, something something like that. So this is um, the right time to buy? Is, is that what you're saying? This is the right time to buy? If you're thinking about it, do it now? Buy when you qualify, if that okay. makes sense, when you okay. qualify. And I know that's, that's kind of weird, but when you think about it, just different people have different financial situations. Mm-hmm. So someone may be able to purchase a house this year and you know they've been working on their job steady you know the lord's blessed them they haven't been affected by covid and that's their time they're able to buy yes buy buy when you can but let's say that person loses a job in a couple years and the interest rates are up you know two percent and then you get a really good job offer and you know you're able to it's steady and you're able to qualify on your new job offer and the interest rates are high buy then it's all basically on when you can buy, when you qualify. Different markets affect different people, but it's it's ultimately when your time is ready, take it. Miss Amber, we definitely appreciate you for checking in with us right here on uh, the Tie Hoodie Show every uh, Sunday morning, 6.30 to 7 a.m., 93.5 K-Day. But it's definitely a pleasure. Good luck with everything. Uh, I know you'll do, you. do great work with Andrew. Uh, once again, give out your number real quick before we get out of here. It's 310-422-7020. And my Instagram is LA Sunshine Realty. So if you're looking to buy a house and you're in the LA area, hit this lady up. She could definitely help you. Uh, hey, it's been a pleasure. Appreciate picking your brain and dealing with us. 
this uh, Sunday yep. morning. So thank you again. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate thank it. Thank you so much. Okay. Talk to you soon. Hey, do you have valuable information that can help your community? Okay. And you'd like to be a guest? Uh, Hit us on our social media. Do it now. The Tie and Hoodie Show is sponsored by ICCLending.com. For real estate service, please go to ICCLending.com.